welcome to another episode of the Expressions Podcast. Today, I'm very, very excited because I have one of my best friends on with me today, uh, Elisa Spinello. She's an amazing photographer, um, and she has dabbled in so many other creative avenues, and I'm so excited to talk to her today about her career as a photographer uh, with Cosmo Music and um, all the other portrait work she does um, uh, for her own business. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, so, uh, how before we get into it, uh, how is everybody doing today? How about you, Brian? Awesome. I'm doing great. Um, stores are open. Everybody seems to be in good moods out there these days, which is nice to see. Uh, except if you're on the highway. Have you noticed driving on the highway, people are like complete idiots these days? Yes. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> Shelly and I, we uh, took a rare trip to Toronto the other day. And uh, first time since the uh, the pandemic started and just driving down the Don Valley. It was like, Oh my God. I was, I literally started clenching. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Shelly was driving. Thank God. It was horrible. People are crazy on the roads. Yeah. I've noticed two things. One thing is that I've gotten used to the roads being so empty and kind of quiet. And then all of a sudden having all these people on the road is kind of overwhelming. And the other thing is it seems like because everybody hasn't been going anywhere um, and hasn't been driving as much, people have kind of forgotten a little bit how to drive or drive in long durations. Um, so yeah, definitely feel that one. <laughs> uh, how are you, Mark? How are you doing? I'm doing well, I'm laughing because um, I was just in Southern Ontario um, last week or the last two weeks I was down there uh, doing, I had a, there was a son-in-law do list at my, my mother-in-law's house. And yeah. um, we were on the first morning we were there, uh, we were having coffee and, and, a, and a, a bagel or something in the morning. And, and I'm, we're listening to the radio and the traffic reports come on. And I, and I look at my mother-in-law and I go, I haven't heard that in a year and a half. She goes, what? I said, a traffic report. There's no traffic. <laughs> There's no traffic reports in Thunder Bay. There's no traffic. Like oh. you can get anywhere in the city in 20 minutes at any time of day. It doesn't matter. So, that's but no, I, I, I'm, I'm excellent. I just came off two weeks holidays. Uh, I had, uh, you know, saw my parents for the first time in uh, a year and a half, which was awesome. Um, oh, nice. I've uh, seen your parents more than you have. You have actually. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so it was, my dad was actually in Henry's one day and, uh, and Brian, uh, Brian threw him on a video chat so I could talk to my dad, which was really appreciative. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I found out there's a saying in the mechanics world, um, that every 20 minute job is a one broken bolt away from being a four-day ordeal um, and it's the same when you're doing plumbing only it was a separated drain and uh, so I finally had to call in a, a real plumber to, to bail me out I phoned up Kyle from uh, uh, my, he's my actually my wife's cousin and he came and bailed me out I, I have him on speed dial I go Kyle I messed up and he's like right there so so good to have Kyle. Yeah, I, Kyle, I, have, Kyle I have no Kyle. I yeah, mess so. up toilets I, yeah. I'm horrible with that stuff. Can, can I give Kyle a shout out if uh, can I do that? Yeah. 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 So Thank Bradford, uh, Bradford Simcoe Mechanical, uh, Kyle Corbishley is the owner and he's amazing. And his guys are awesome. So if you need a plumber, call Kyle. <laughs> He'll bail nice. me out. He bails me out all the time. <laughs> well, we're going to have to call him now. I mean, he's basically sponsored the episode. So we, he owes us <laughs> yeah. something. Right? Call him. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good to have you back, Mark. Good that you're good, back. It's good yeah. to be back. I missed two episodes and, uh, and this is, uh, this is a great one. Uh, I'm excited to talk to Elisa about her work. I, I was snooping at it earlier today. When I should have been working. So, well, let's do that. Let's stop talking to us, Aurora. Well, actually, we didn't even ask you how you're doing. Well, that's just as important. What? Well, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, I was helping with a little bit of uh, wedding preparation. I was making paper flowers today, 
um, oh. for uh, my friend Danny. She's getting married in a couple weeks. Um, uh, since the restrictions have kind of lightened up a bit, she's able to have, you know, I think it's like 40 people at her ceremony, wow. everybody mask, everybody social distance and everything. Um, and yeah, she's, she's pretty excited and uh, I'm pretty excited to help out at least. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had a bit of a good day getting ready and talking about the wedding and uh, yeah, it's kind of exciting. It was a beautiful day too. You yeah. get a nice yeah. breeze coming through. It's just awesome day today. Shelly and I went for a drive out by Canal Road and stuff. Just nice day to be out and do stuff. Definitely, definitely. And Elisa, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank That's good. Yeah. That's good. Just enjoyed the weather. I was off today. France and Marins. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So um, for uh, the listeners that don't know uh, much about you, um, aside from my little intro, can you explain a little bit about what you do? Sure. So I am a portrait photographer. Um, I've loved photography for as long as I could remember. Um, I've been at Cosmo Music for about five years. Um, I was one of their product photographers. So any of the guitars and product that came into the store, we would shoot in our studio and we would upload it to our website. And I'm now into marketing, which is fun. It's not where I thought I'd be, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. So, yeah. Awesome. That's a little bit about me and what I do. I can see uh, Mark in the corner I, reacting a little bit. Um, I, I did, <laughs> it's not here. It doesn't say Cosmo Music. I'm, Mark's I'm, popping big time. Right? Like, oh, my head just <laughs> just blew up. I I am I'm not a musician. Don't get don't get me wrong. There, I'm a guy that loves guitars, um, and uh, I have a small small collection of, of guitars and. Uh, and I, I just I love them. They're like art to me. And the fact that you photograph them, I love photographing them as well. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. I, I didn't see that. I was on snooping on your website earlier today. And under under the creative, you got some really really cool stuff there. Um, I know the link will be link will be in the bio for everyone to see. But uh, go on go on to Elisa's website. Take a look at some of the creative stuff. There's some very um, it looked like you did some black light black light imagery in there as well, which was pretty cool. Um, but I didn't see any guitars. So you get get some guitars up there yeah. so I can go and enjoy those too. <laughs> Will do. That's awesome. So you're not so you're are you are you not with Cosmo anymore? You're with somebody else doing marketing? No, I'm with Cosmo. I'm I'm okay. doing marketing for Cosmo. So I'm okay. updating like product pages and their website and keeping everything up to date. That's what I'm doing now. I've been working from home for a year and a half because of COVID and it's it's been good. It's been great. I definitely miss shooting, though, for sure. Yeah, that must be yeah. a big change for you. I mean, shooting yeah. portraiture, and then all of a sudden, COVID hits. And how did that impact you? Like, where? How did that transition happen? It was just all of a sudden, same as us, March seventeenth. All of a sudden, the world stops, and you've got to find a new way of doing things. Yeah, it was hard. It was definitely hard. It was different. Um, I took that time to kind of focus on like more like creative stuff that I wanted to do at home. So I did a lot more baking and cooking. So I kind of just tried to work with some like food photography and tried new things, which, you know, um, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, I miss working with people one-on-one, -on -one, but what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. yeah. But you still actually have done quite a bit of, you know, port outdoor portrait work um, over this time. Like I know that you had mentioned that you had a, um, a special promotion going on with, I believe it was Groupon. 
um, for yeah, your so I, yeah. So I just signed with Groupon a few months ago. Again, it's been pretty slow because COVID and people don't want to get out and, you know, shoot. But yeah, they reached out to me and I signed with them. So you can find me through Groupon at a discounted rate. And yeah, I'm excited for when that picks up. I'd like for that to pick up. Yeah. Definitely. Well, it looks like the world's coming out of the lockdown. It feels like the world's coming out of the lockdown. You know, I keep slowly checking the surely. numbers slowly but surely, a little bit, bit yeah. by bit, step by step, inch by inch. Um, have you got plans for like a relaunch? Have you thought that far ahead where you're just like, you've got everything in line where you're ready as soon as things pick up just to get going? I was thinking about it. Yeah, I think so. I want to, I mean, offer maybe like some kind of a promotion or something to kind of draw help draw people in. Um, I think that would be the fair thing to do. I know a lot of people have been struggling and it's, it's the least I can do, you know, get people for myself and then to give people, you know, portraits at a discounted rate. Uh, I, th I think uh, as we come out of this, people will see the value in having those pictures of their family around. Uh, yeah, I know a lot sure. of what got us through uh, for, for my wife and I, we moved to Thunder Bay um, and we literally moved in, we unpacked and then COVID hit and they said, stay home. Um, so my, my wife didn't have a job up here. We moved here for my career. So I, I was still working, but uh, we don't have any friends uh, in Thunder Bay. COVID made it impossible to meet people. But what we have is those photographs of our friends and, um, you know, for me, I, I don't do it anymore because of my new career. But um, when I did photography, I, I have a lot of really great pictures of friends, weddings, and things like that from from doing wedding photos. And that's sort of what gets you through is is looking at those photos and and remembering the good times with your family and your friends. And I, I think if you can uh, if you can capture that, that's there's going to be a new niche of people that really want those photos in case something goes ha happens again and, and especially those who have lost somebody they'll know the value of having that photo now even though there's somebody missing from it because they lost that person during the pandemic yeah really you know yeah. not necessarily from the pandemic but you know during right? yeah. well at the, the time that you're not with your family or with the people absolutely yeah. i've been blessed that that hasn't been the case yet fingers crossed yeah yeah, yeah. it's pretty scary it's definitely scary stuff that's, that's for sure, sure. So do you, do you shoot weddings and uh, I saw events, I didn't click on the events, I went to the straight to the creative piece, but do you shoot weddings as well or? Um, no, so I've shot a couple weddings with Aurora as like a second shooter, but it's not really something that I wanted to get into. It's a long day, craziness, and I just can't get over the fact of there's that chance that I might mess up somebody's day. You know what I mean? Like not being able to capture that one image because it's such a fast paced, you know, day that is, it's, yeah, not so much. I can um, relate. It is stressful. Yeah. It is. That's part is of the reason stressful. why I don't do them anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a big reason why I coined the, the term, I shoot for me, you know, having to live up to other people's expectations didn't work for me. So, yeah, I ended up just, I shoot for me. I'm not going to shoot a wedding. I'm not going to do those things for that reason. But there's a lot to be said for people that brave through that kind of anxiety, I guess you could say. Um, pushing yourself through to an uncomfortable place in your creative world definitely helps bring out something new. Uh, you said that during this whole break, you've tried some different things. Was there anything that you tried that you just think, I just thank God I did that? Like me setting up flashes in the backyard and taking pictures of the birds. That was one of those things. It was like I had never done that before and it changed the way I shoot now. Do you have anything like that that you've done? 
during the break? Um, well, I've done more like food photography and stuff at home and like picked up some new hobbies. But in terms of like trying like something new with um, for photography, um, Aurora and I tried with um, the levitating photography and the multiple exposure. So we did that in the fall with one of our close friends and that was a lot of fun. So, you know, trying something new, something that I've wanted to try for so long, it was, it was really fun and it was nice. I thank you for helping on that because that was all part of one of the, the videos that we did for Henry's too. So that was yep. super cool. Yeah. 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 That was a lot of fun. Um, I missed it, was those. A lot of fun. it was a great day and it, I it miss was... watching those. I used to watch them all the time. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's a Alicia, conversation we'll have off air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alicia is the one who uh, was kind of uh what's it called, uh, encouraged me to talk to Brian about potentially starting a podcast. Thank you um, for doing so. that. <laughs> <laughs> now she's a guest on the podcast. Yeah. So. That's awesome. And now circle. she's thinking, I shouldn't have done that because now I'm stuck on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> three maniacs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it could have been four maniacs. Ryan's not yeah, here tonight. I, you know? I'm sad he's not here because he would have four photographers ganging up on him. I know he could must been, love the, when we have been, photographers all the time. We could have, yeah, we could have ganged up on him. He doesn't want to. See. Uh. <laughs> um, Elisa, actually, um, we were talking about uh, getting out of our comfort zone a little bit with shooting, um, and I think some of the shooting that you have done for Cosmo is actually really amazing because you have had the chance to meet some really cool artists up close and personal, um, <laughs> taking pictures of them for Cosmo music. Um, could you share a little bit about uh, the people you've met and the, the pictures you've taken at like CosmoFest and other yes. So um, we have an annual festival, like an event at work, it's called CosmoFest and it's, we just try to bring the community together. Um, there's free music, there's food trucks, there's uh, clinics, there's a sale that goes on. And one of my favorite things about that day, as long and crazy as it is, is working with the artists. Um, been really cool. I've worked with people like Biff Naked, Big Rag, Finger Eleven, Jordan Rudis from Dream Theater, Nico McBrain from Iron Maiden. It's it's really cool. So they have these um you know there's like a main stage and they perform and people can you know enjoy free music and it's 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of lot of fun. Nico, um, I remember when I was growing up, I used to read Modern Drummer magazine all the time. And Nico on the cover in there all the time. Uh, what was that like? I mean, that must have been crazy. Is he just a, a regular guy, or is he like? Yeah, he's Iron super Maiden. super nice, down to earth, um, really really friendly. Um, he was very interactive with his fans, which I loved because not everyone is like that. Um, yeah. And he was he's just a really cool guy. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, you also mentioned Big Wreck. Yeah. Didn't we have somebody? It wasn't Dan. Yeah, uh, Dan Preston. Yeah, he's their front of house guy, uh, Big Rec. We had Dan Preston on a couple weeks ago. That's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. I um, wonder if uh, you, you cool. worked with Dan at the same time. I wonder if he was there. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, it, it depends. Not that I'm going to go. Yeah, you, you may bring in your own sound people for, for that, right? Um, you know, because yeah. you obviously cause my music. You probably got people that can do that too. So, yeah. Yeah. He's in my kingdom right now. But uh, yeah. but yeah, his, uh, Dan is. I think he run, I think it's Big Rec. He runs the front of house for now uh, on all their shows for the audio. So cool. Oh, nice. yeah. That's cool. 
Lots of talent in Ontario, I'll tell you. <laughs> Lots of people chomping at the bit to get back to it too, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, sure. I, I miss live music. I, I miss uh, I miss I, I, I said to my wife yesterday, I, I wanna go to a rock show. I just I need I need a rock show in my life. <laughs> I don't care who it is, I just wanna go as long as it's a rock show. <laughs> Have you done any of the um, the drive in concerts last summer? Uh, there, there's no drive-in. There's no drive-in up here, so uh, we yeah. didn't get a, get an opportunity. But uh, Newmarket does them. I would have done yeah. them if it was close. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done any, but I have seen Newmarket yeah. do their stuff. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, thought about it, but uh, I was a little kind of busy uh, with things last summer. But I think it would have been a pretty cool experience to go to the drive-in um, and like watch a concert because um, that's something that I really miss too. Like every summer I'd go at least to one with Andrew, whether it's outdoor, indoor. I mean, um, Elisa and I, uh, we've been friends since high school and Elisa, uh, looking now, uh, Elisa working for Cosmo Music is like a perfect kind of uh, pairing because she was always a super fan of many different music uh, related bands uh, and and that kind of thing uh, all throughout high school and uh, it's really cool to see that kind of uh, brought in uh, with her position at uh, Cosmo. So so how did that start? Did you start working at Cosmo and then get into photography because of that? Were you a photographer first? Did you have another job that you were doing that you were bored of that you started doing photography? Like what was that transition into making photography your full-time gig? So growing up, I always loved photography and it was, you know, end of high school, you're trying to figure out what you want to do. And I had so many people trying to talk me out of photography that it wasn't going to be, you know, it's not a sustainable job and, you know, you shouldn't do that. You should get into something more, um, you know, something more securing. And I took a couple years off of school just to kind of figure out if that's what I wanted to do. And I, there was nothing else I wanted to do. I said, you know what, I'll try it. If I fail, then I'll, I'll take it from there, right? So I went to college and um, I, was, I was in my last year of college. One of my professors came to me and said that uh, someone from Cosmo had reached out, which was the lead photographer. Um, they were looking for a junior assistant photographer and that it was not too far from where I lived and that I should apply. And I did and I got the job. So I've been there for five years now. Just kind of nice. landed in my lap, really. That's awesome. That was fate. Awesome. Yep. In Yiddish, they call that bashert. It was meant to be. <laughs> I'm curious, Louisa, was there like this aha moment when you were younger? Because you said you've always loved photography. Is there this moment that you go back to um, that you remember when you picked up the camera for the first time? Um, whatever it may be. Do you have something like that? Lisa? I'm really sorry. It was really robotic-y. Oh. Oh, no. Um, I'm, I'm just curious if you have a, uh, a little bit of an aha moment um, from your past uh, uh, getting into photography. Um, like, was there this one moment or one camera or whatever it may be that kind of kick-started your passion when you were younger for photography? Um, 
Well, I don't really know. I just kind of like always had something with me and, you know, at events and I just wanted to take pictures. For me, it was always like I wanted to capture that moment because things aren't made to last forever, right? So I wanted to capture that moment and I wanted to make that moment last forever. So I was always that person that was taking photos and making those memories for people. And, you know, I, I guess that's what that was for me. It wasn't really anything super specific. Where'd you get your first camera? Uh, it was um, it was a gift. It was a gift. It was a little like plastic film camera that I used to. I, I don't know how much film I used to go through, and I just wanted to get it developed constantly. I don't even remember what it was. It was just small and purple. That's all I remember from it. <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. Mine too was like one of those plastic point and shoot um, cameras. I still have mine upstairs. Um, cause it, luckily it was pretty, it was built pretty well. So it sustained all the moves I've gone through and stuff over life. Yeah, that's awesome. It's interesting where people get the inspiration to, to keep going and to follow that passion. Um, for myself, you know, photography, I got a, a, a little 110 camera when I was in Vermont years and years ago, never really clicked with me. I didn't really get into photography until I started working at Henry's. That's when that passion kicked in. Uh, before that, I played music. Um, do you play an instrument? Is that is that another thing that you do where you have, uh, you know, one creative passion leads you to another and then just there's always something there uh, to keep you going? Is, is there an instrument in your life that you play or anything? Did you cut out? Hello. Yes, hey. I cut out. Sorry, I'm back now. Okay, so I was just I was just wondering, like, is there an instrument? Do you play any kind of instruments at all, or is it just photography as your creative no, expression? No, it's just photography. I played a little bit of the clarinet in high school, and I tried to pick up the guitar a few years ago, but um, didn't click. No, it didn't really click. I'd like to try to get back into it. I love the guitar, but eventually. Should play the drums. Everybody likes playing the drums. No, I really better. wanted to play drums as a kid. There's there something go. about it, but yeah, it's freeing. You get to hit things. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Hit it as hard as you very can. Free. <laughs> yep. Hit it as hard as you can, and just yells at you and wants more. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Were Were there other photographers in your life? Um, like I, I saw in the notes there, your mom was always creative. Was she a photographer as well, or? No, there's no photographers in my family. No oh, one. Wow, okay. Yeah, just, you know, creative. My mom always just kind of tried to push me into what I wanted to do. And seeing her, you know, she loves to cook and she's always trying new things. And she, she pushed me and, and this is where I am now. Yeah. That's, that's that's pretty cool though that you're you know when somebody's just pushing you to be creative like find your own niche and be creative and then you you sort of fell into photography you fell in love with photography and then started doing yeah. it with that little camera and um and now here you are i mean that's uh, that's pretty cool um and I'll, I'll reference the website again i mean looking through some of the portraiture and and the way that you like things uh or actually i'm thinking back to our episode zero uh something aurora said with the way you the things that you didn't like um, during those portraits to get a specific type of shadow and things like that. Um, some pretty, pretty cool effects that you've got with your lighting in there. So um, to to come that far and, and obviously through college and whatnot and with what you do with work, um, playing off those lighting shadows is, is uh, 
very important and you're very good at it. So, um, so again, I encourage everybody to go check out your website afterwards. That's in the notes below. Um, so just, uh, for the people who are listening, maybe describe a couple of like your creative concept photo shoots and maybe a little bit of like where you got that inspiration from. Okay. So, um, I've always loved Andy Warhol and his pop art kind of, you know, his artwork. So I've always wanted to kind of think out of the box and do something different. So in college with all these assignments, I wanted to be that person that was different from the rest of the class. So I would play with um, black light and, you know, different colors. I've done like pop art shoots. I just wanted to take, I've always wanted to take like my work like one step further, even though a lot of my portraiture work is kind of simple, minimal editing, you know, just just want to keep it clean and simple. Um, I do love to, to experiment and my friends have been nothing but patient and helpful to help me get those, um, all my thoughts just out and, you know, help create those photos. So yeah, um, I've done, there was one with like reflections. I can't remember how many, there's a lot, but yeah, just, you know, having the light and poking like holes through and shining the light through and getting the reflections on. It's all in black and white. It's just, yeah, there's series of different images. I have them both on my website or on Instagram where you guys can see, but yeah. It was really cool to work kind of uh, in front of the camera in some of those shots because I, I was able to be a model for a couple of her creative shoots. Um, so I was a part of the black light uh, shoot um, with the, some of the, the girls there. And then the uh, the reflection, uh, sorry, the shadow one that you were talking about, Elisa. Um, I was in that one as well. Um, yep. there, and you I, there I am, you flowers. Um, and that kind of thing. Um, so I, I don't know, it was, I'm used to being in behind the camera all the time. So it's very different for me to kind of be uh, on the opposite end of it. Um, and uh, uh, seeing how uh, Elisa works uh, with the camera and that kind of thing. Um, I, I really do admire how uh, you're always driven to do these like passion projects projects uh, for yourself. Like you're always wanting to do something creative, uh, something maybe themed for, you know, a particular time of year, like Halloween, um, the Halloween shoot and that kind of thing. Um, so, so cute. Um, is that a hedgehog? It, it yeah. is a hedgehog. I had to bring that, that was one my up. Hedgehog. Yeah. That's a Santa hedgehog. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna have to show this to Shelly. I don't think she's yeah. ever seen a Santa hedgehog. <laughs> and she's an elf. So she needs to see the Santa hedgehog. Very cute. Actually, I have some questions for you. Um, one of the things I want to really get into is I know it's going to sound kind of stupid because I'm turning 50 and whatever, but I want to do TikTok. And one of the things that I want to do is something called the real dark light, which is a light painting page, guess I, I guess you could say, with um, a character. So instead of it being me, I want it to be a character of me. So I wanted to get black light. I wanted to do makeup on me so it didn't look like me. So I'd get up there in, in front of the camera and do like a little intro to, hey, here's a here's a, a thing. I'm going to black light or I'm going to light paint this thing. And that would be my whole gimmick. It would be like a 
15 second time lapse thing. But the blacklight part of it is really confusing to me. Uh, the paints that you need, the makeup, whatever that is, um, to light it properly and to really get that stark contrast so you can't see the person underneath the makeup as much. Mm -hmm. um, was that a real challenge for you to learn? And I, I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about it because that is something I want to do. And I've just been waiting for somebody yeah. who's done it to get that information. Like how hard it, is that to do? It was pretty hard. It was hard to get the colors um, to be vibrant. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, it takes a few passes over the skin. Um, as for the makeup, it was my friend helped with the makeup and she just kind of, you know, she just freestyled it. Uh, but she knew lighting, what she was doing with the application and so on, which yeah, helps. Yeah, yeah. So um, for the light, I just used one bar, like a single, um, like a fluorescent bulb and uh, a UV bulb, sorry. And I just kind of would, like would hold it in place to kind of like to see like how, where I wanted it exactly. Um, and yeah, so it, it turned hmm. out, but yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I you got great color. A lot of planning goes into these shoots. So like I have like mood boards and everything and images and I kind of just try to like bring things together and yeah, so. That's There's so many different facets that go into making something like that. Like you say, the image, people don't think the part that people do. Mark, I know, and you have something to say too, but I know a lot of uh, shots that you've done with Jay. There's a lot of thought that goes into that. People don't realize the thought that goes into being a good quality photographer. Uh, yeah. Kudos to you. It's really cool stuff. Sorry, Mark, go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to say, is there any special uh, processing considerations when you're shooting with a black light or is it basically just, uh, do you set your white balance manually or automatically? Do it set it on auto or, or do you shoot raw? Um, how do you, how do you deal with that? So the white balance was on auto and um, yeah, everything like uh, I shoot in manual, I shoot in raw and then in post, I kind of just, I made them um, just adjusted the vibrance a bit, but other than that, I don't do much editing. I don't okay. want to play around with the images too much. It's not really my thing, but I'm with you. yeah, I just like to light it properly, shoot it properly, and you know, minimal post. There you go. That's, if you light it right, good. you don't need to edit it too much. Yeah. Yeah, and that's my curse. I don't light it right, and then I end up in Photoshop for 21 hours or something like that. <laughs> for one picture. No, I did it once. Well, that was a composite, but um, but it's uh, that's my you Brian. You had said that I I plan out my shots a lot, and and I I don't actually. There's an idea, and then we show up and we shoot it, and sometimes we show up and we shoot it, and I go. Oh, that's not at all what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think I can learn something from Elisa and, and do some some boards and actually think about it more before I get on set. On set there you and, go. And do yeah, that. So that, that could be something that I do. Especially with the creatives, like it's it's makeup, it's the poses, the clothing that goes into it. Like the one that's on the screen right now with Nicole, she was wearing like um, neon lashes just it's crazy a lot of research a lot of time a lot of planning goes into this and then just to to see it come all together it's just it's really cool i love it yeah that's a really cool result yeah. i really i really like that uh yeah that's cool and I, I do have to ask the last picture of a pet that i had on the screen there was that kodak uh was the it, little was, kitten yeah yes that's kodak yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a cutie. 
He is a cutie. It's so nice having a cat that'll pose for you. <laughs> yeah. I dress him up. He poses for me. All I have to say is stay, and he stays to take his picture, and then he knows he's getting a treat. He's really good. He's really you, well trained. Did you see our episode with uh, Eddie, the bow tie cat? Yes. I watched that yesterday. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Eddie is so cute. He's He just gets all dressed up. Dixie? Yeah. Forget about it. I've got scratch right here. This is just from Patner earlier. I mean, <laughs> like you, you don't put clothes on our cat. That's for sure. <laughs> he he has an outfit for every occasion, every holiday. Yeah. I'm not cat lady. Well, as yeah. long as the cat doesn't mind. Well, you, you, <laughs> only, you only have one cat though, right? I only have one so, cat. Yeah, so you're not the crazy cat lady. You're good. Yeah. He's my baby. So. Well, there they're well, they're fur babies. They're all. Yeah. They're all, they're all over my house. Two dogs yeah. as well. So, yeah. Wow. There you go. Do you have any actual human babies? No. No babies. No, no babies. So none of us have babies. No. Not, yeah, yet. A, not, not yet. Not yet. There's a, there's a sucky one coming <laughs> oh. in here. Oh. This is Nitro. So he's, uh, he's, uh, Hi, he's a sucky. Hi. He's a, he's a good boy. He is a good boy. Yeah. He usually makes an appearance on the show. Yeah, kind of looks like Kodak. Yeah, that's what I say. He's, yeah. he's got a little bit of Bengal on him as well. That's yeah. why I asked if Kodak could be a jerk sometimes because uh, <laughs> this, this yeah, can for sure, sometimes. Be a jerk, yeah. <laughs> he, but I, part of it is I feel bad though because I'm the guy that gets mad at him, but he just wants to love you. And he's but he's yeah. right here, and I'm trying to be on a conference call or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, you really have to learn cat. He comes the on language. to the yeah. He comes onto the desk while I'm working too. And it's like, okay, like I'm trying to type an email. And I've sent emails before by accident with just like, you know, unfinished. And it's like, sorry, my cat keyboard sat on my keyboard. But, yeah. you know. Dixie loves sitting on the computer. And I come in in the morning and my computer has like a million windows open. And she's got features turned on that I have no idea how they ever turn on. I didn't know how to turn them off. I literally have to turn the whole computer off sometimes. She just, oh my gosh. This cat knows more about my Mac than I do. I don't understand it. <laughs> all right so um what other things do you think uh you want to get into creatively like uh, we all have other things that we want to try is there something on a bucket list of yours that you think oh, i just still need to do this um well as of like the last year i've really tried to like you know venture out and try new things so um like different ways to stay creative. And I, again, tried recipes, tried new food photography. I've been refurnishing old furniture. I love scrunchies. So I started sewing and I started making my own scrunchies and I sell them on Etsy. Nice. Um, my boyfriend and I love beef jerky. So we started making it and now we have a small jerky business. <laughs> you have a jerky um, business? Yep. It's like I completely it, opposite yeah. end of the world. I know, I know. It's, it's awesome. crazy. We we can't keep up, but I can't complain. It's been great. Um, uh, I started painting again. I love art. Uh, that's where it all started. I, I I love painting. I love drawing. I got back into art and drawing, um, digital art. I've been selling notebooks on Amazon, um, and I've done some pottery and clay work. I just bought like clay and I've been making like jewelry dishes and stuff and I've just been selling them on Etsy. So I've, I've kind of like done a little bit of everything. No kidding. Um, just, to keep, busy. just to keep busy. So yeah. That's yeah. Great. So totally I totally relate with this one, Elisa. Like 
being home during COVID, like I had so many little, like, not even little, like I had so many projects, but um, I think that you've really taken ownership of these projects and like brought them to that next level. You're actually selling um, these things on Etsy and, um, and uh, on Instagram with the, the beef jerky business. Like Andrew can't get enough of this jerky. He loves it he so much. He just ordered two more bags today. See, see yeah. this is the thing, right? What, like, what? and I never see it. <laughs> he knows that I don't really, I'm not a big fan of jerky, but it's, it's one of those things. <laughs> do, do, do you ship? I can. You can, we'll talk after the show. I can, I gotta try this beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have a lot of flavors, don't you? I like, do. what? You have 11 flavors, 11 different flavors right now. Yeah, oh, I, I'm buying a lot of beef jerky after the show. I'm taking <laughs> Baskin Robbins of beef, beef jerky, right? Yeah. yeah, wow, that's crazy. So, so with your Etsy store, do you do you uh like take orders or you just make something and then post it and sell it? How does so that I just I just make stuff and then I post it and sell it. Okay. Yeah. For now, until I get the hang of it. There's just a lot going on right now. Plus, I'm working yeah. full time, um, doing shoots on the side whenever somebody wants something. So yeah, it's been it's been busy. I can't complain. I haven't been bored the entire pandemic, which is good. Which oh, I feel awesome. has really helped. Yeah. With, you know. Yeah. My wife, um, she works in a mall. So she hadn't been able to get back to work until this coming Thursday. So from March or whatever that last lockdown was until Thursday, poor Shelly has had nothing to do. I mean, she's done stuff in the yard and she tried to find things to do. And of course, now that she knows she has to go back, she has a list all of a sudden that's that's shown up of all these things that she's wanted to do the whole time. And now she has just a few days to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's one thing to have all this time and and just kind of, let things happen and wait until it's find out the world's going to happen. And it's a totally other thing to just be so proactive and to get out there and to start four businesses <laughs> and, to, <laughs> and to try and equally uh, keep them each going. That's, that's insane. Like yeah. I've done nothing. I feel like I've done nothing this entire break. <laughs> we started the podcast. I know yeah. one day a week <laughs> we do this. <laughs> No, but there's planning and there's, you know, yes. trying to find guests and things. And I mean, you, I you guys, have, you guys have found most of the guests. I, I've, I've had three, but you guys. Oh, and I'm holding back. Them. I'm holding back. There's a lot of people that I've wanted to ask. <laughs> I want you guys to have more guests too. I mean, this I is awesome. I would have never have known. That you know what you I want? Jerky. I want you jerky. Want, I want beef jerky. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> of all the things we talk about, we yeah. focus on beef jerky. Right. I know. But no, I just, I just love that you're so creative in so many different yeah. areas, Elisa. Like that's. Uh, Thank you. That's awesome. Um, you know, I, I, the follow I, feel, through. I feel like we should put a link to our Etsy store down below too. Can we do that? <laughs> well, we'll get all the links yeah. sure. and please make sure we have these links and then yeah. uh, we'll put them in the notes. And when I post this, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that would, be, that would be great, but no, um, I'm just trying to think if I've got any, uh, now, of course, now that, now that you've said, I see it in the notes, small jerky business. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, <need to> <laughs> I, I, I should really read the whole notes, you know, read, read the article. Um, <laughs> I think but, the reaction uh, is great to have on camera or yeah, in I'm, voice. I'm, so I'm, like, I'm surprised I didn't start drooling. I might have needed that napkin. <laughs> um, but, uh, First the guitars, then the jerky. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so don't tell everyone else, but Elise is my favorite guest. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, and the stripe, the stripy cat, like it's just it it's gets too many. You're checking all the boxes. Just, What's your better. end game? What's your end goal? Where do you think this is all going to end up? What's what, what are you really hoping for? I mean, we all want to retire, but before then, what's your what's your end goal? With photography or with just with everything? Just just in your career, just like the dream, the way it's supposed to all turn out at the end. So realistically, I'd like to have my own studio, my own space where I could just you know do everything for myself, like work for myself, and then still have my hobbies on the side and my small businesses. I I like to keep busy and I like to just you know. I'd rather be overly busy than not have anything going on and creating and, you know, I just, I just love it. I'm just trying to visualize your studio right now. There'd be a kitchen. There'd be, <laughs> you know, a, a portrait area. There'd be like all these just different I need, things. I need like a little like she shed or something just out back, you know, my space, everything everywhere. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, that'd be, I'm that'd be your goal. I'm That's thinking it's going to be like a, probably like a 25 by 60 she shed. <laughs> <laughs> one of those big yeah. corrugated metal Quonset hut buildings or something. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> Studio at one end and a kitchen at the other. And, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, that would be cool. And the kitchen will be multi-purpose because you could do your food photography as well as well, yeah. your jerky making. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll all be lit properly. Right. So you just take a picture and away. Perfect. One of the things you said earlier was uh, your friends and family or people, I don't know if it was friends and family specifically, were telling you that you shouldn't do photography because it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. Is it sustainable in this day and age? Do you think photography is a sustainable career? Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. You you know, you just need to get out there and, and clientele. Like um, there's a lot of repeat customers, loyal customers that keep coming back. It's all word of mouth for sure. For sure. There's so many different, um, types of photography that you can do, you can get into, you know, so many different areas that for sure, I think it, it is sustainable. Nice. Well, that's good to hear. Gives me hope. Yeah, <laughs> I just teach this stuff. I don't do it. So yeah. I, I like <laughs> that you true. said, not true. I like that you said that you get the repeat customers because that's, that's, I think what some people are missing is that yeah. if you can, if you can get into a family, like, uh, like my, my wife and I, we did, the small photography business um, previous to moving up here, but um, we, we had a lot of our clients were from the same family groups. You would shoot a wedding and the family would like you so much. You're like, Oh, you need to shoot this wedding now or, or now they're having a baby or something like that. And, and suddenly you're, you're shooting, you know, prenatal portraits and you're doing all these other life events for them. And I even had, uh, I even had one client that every time they had a big party of some sort, we were invited as guests, but also paid as the photographers. So, and everybody just got to know us and we just shot the event and they got all the pictures and, and we got paid at the end of the night. Plus we got fed. So it was, uh, it was really, really a lot of fun, but those are those clients that you, you become a part of their family and they want you to be at every major milestone. Yeah. yeah. There's so many bad experiences that people go through in the world of photography that when they deal with somebody that is professional and does a good job and, has a good creative sense and really can produce, you're going to get that business. I mean, they're going to stay with that person until you ruin that relationship. They're going to stay with that person. It just makes sense. So good, good on you for, for doing that. Um, staying so active and, and really self promoting and, and doing all the things you need to do. It's not easy. You got to have hustle. Yeah. You got to have hustle. So you've got the hustle, which is good. Yeah. Speaking of hustle, 
there is a question that we usually ask some folks at the end of one of our shows, unless uh, Aurora or Mark, you have any other questions that you'd like to ask before? No? no. Take that as a no. All right. Um, do you want me to ask it? Yeah, I do want you to ask. I'm just okay. Gonna... So um, <laughs> at the end of every show, we always ask every guest um, uh, two main questions and then um, a bigger question at the end. Um, so what is your jam? What is kind of that favorite song that gets you moving? Um, something that you like to listen to while working or um, even just like uh, getting a good start on the day? Uh, what's that song? <laughs> Oh man, there's so many. Um, lately, I've been really digging the new John Mayer album. Just the whole album in general it really gets me up and moving. Um, yeah, anything by the Arkells. I usually just have a playlist running, but yeah. Yeah. You guys must be best friends. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, Next question, then. Um, what is mm, what is that thing that you always take with you? Doesn't have to be a physical thing. Uh, doesn't have to be. Uh, it, it could be really anything. What is that thing that you always have with you for you to produce something creatively? Um, and I'm keeping this an open question because uh, it doesn't necessarily have to just be photography. It could be any of the creative passions that you have um, and many of the different avenues. What's that tool um, that you need with you to create? If it's in terms of everything, probably a notebook or a sketch pad that I always carry with me to jot things down and to plan. Um, that's been that's a really big tool for me. And what about like specifically for certain things? Just out of curiosity. Specifically for certain things? Oh man. Um, I don't know. <laughs> this is tough. It's a tough one. I, have, I don't know. I really don't. I'm so lost. I, I feel <laughs> like the note I feel like the notebook is totally yeah. true to you. Ever since I've known you, uh, you've always had many different notebooks always with you. A notebook, a planner, a sketchbook, it's yeah. always on me. Yeah. yeah. And then I think the other thing, uh, we didn't talk about this much, but uh, you love Pinterest. Um, yes. <laughs> um, and that's one of the places that you create like the mood boards yeah. on for certain things. So I'm yeah. on one with you for different creative photo shoot ideas. Um, yep. and then, you know, we just pin things and tag things and that kind of thing. And I think that's also yep. another way of having like a notebook or a mood board yep. For sure. um, online. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, very, yeah. cool. very cool. I'm going to have to try the, uh, try the mood board, uh, or at least planning a shoot <laughs> before yep. I actually get there. Um, I, I usually leave a lot of that to my wife. She's my prop maker. So. Um, but, uh, no, that's, uh, that's awesome that you do that and you actually obviously execute it very well. So, uh, I'm going to steal that idea, I think. There you go. And the last one. And the last one is, um, every week we give a challenge, um, to our listeners or viewers. Um, uh, well, it's actually set by the guest on the show. Um, so Elisa, what would you challenge to the listeners of the Expressions podcast uh, to try out or do or 
just challenge. <laughs> so there's so many different forms um, that you can be creative and I've branched out over, like I've branched out and I've tried a few over the past year. So whatever it may be, um, I just challenge you to just get up and do the thing. Just do whatever you want, whatever you have been wanting to try or want, you know, to experience or create, just go out and do it. You'll you'll love it. It's great. Just, yeah. Just make it happen. Just make it happen. If it scares you, if it's big or small, just get out there and, and, and do whatever it is. Solid, solid advice. I mean, so many people put up roadblocks for themselves to not try things like me in my real dark light. You know, the, the thing that I want to do with the light painting and all that. I've had this idea now for a couple of months and I created the accounts and I've done all the preliminary, but just to actually record the things and to do the light painting and, mm -hmm. you know, to, to pay for the makeup. And that's another thing. I don't want to pay for something that I'm not going to use properly too. I mean, there's, yeah. you, you put blocks up in front of you and it's not easy to just make things happen. So is yeah. it, do you have an example of something like that that you've done for yourself where you said, no, I'm just doing it? No, normally when I want to do something, I just go ahead and do it. So if I have an idea, I'm set on it and I start planning, planning, planning. I get all the stuff I need and I do, and I shoot. Actually, one of the ones that Aurora and I are, we put on hold a little bit is the milk bath, the milk bath series we want to shoot. But I think now that COVID is, you know, restrictions are easing up and stuff. I, I'd love to get on back on track with that one. Yeah, me so, too. Yeah. Very, so, yeah. very creative uh, way of shooting portraits. I think it, it's going to be a really fun shoot when we do it. Yeah. Well, maybe after you. Sorry. I... Did we just lose oh. Brian? Yeah. Cut out Hello. A there. You went all robotic. Hello. Yeah, you're there now. You went all robotic on us. <laughs> I, well, I, it's showing me that I have a low bandwidth. So, oh, oh now my connection is fairly good. It's fairly, fairly good. good. Okay. Fairly yeah. good. Well, you look fairly good. So we're, we're well. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's an improvement over normal. <laughs> what were you saying, Brian? Before I forget. I think, oh, I think I you were talking know. about them. I think you, were, you and I were thinking the same thing. You were saying once you're finished the milk, oh, yes. you, we'll have to have you back on the show to talk about it. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think that would be really cool. I, I my mind goes to like the bathtub full of Cheerios, but I'm. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's one of the ones I want to try for sure. Yeah, but yeah. I was thinking more like flowers, leaves, and then um, I was thinking of maybe like a six series kind of shoot of different type of milk bath. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm very excited. cool. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to see it when it's done. Sure. Yeah, the milk bath pictures are really interesting because when you think of milk bath, you think like solid milk in a bath, um, in in my opinion. Like that's the first thing I think of. But when I've seen like creative milk bath shoots, it almost looks like the water is like fog. It's yeah. kind of like this cloudy, um, swirled water. And then you mix like, you know, uh, flowers into it and leaves yeah. or sparkles or something into it and it just looks so cool Very yeah cool. did you ever give yourself a photo project to work on that you look back at now and think i probably shouldn't have done that Ooh, that's a really good question. no 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 i've loved everything that i've done no matter like you know 
you get better with time and you know with practice the more you do these creative shoots but i've loved every single one of them and they're all so different that yeah no i, I remember uh, a while back i was approached by a friend to do a shoot where he had done many other shoots where he's trying to bring out your inner personality mm -hmm. and it was uh, on a chair and he had several different people and my friend Navi had like minute rice cause she's Asian. She had minute rice falling. And what he wanted me because my background is Jewish is he wanted like pennies falling. And I refused to do it because I knew my mother would not want that. You know, like that's, that's not cool. So looking back at that experience, I'm proud that I didn't do it. And of course my friend is not proud that she did do it. And you know, those are one of those experiences where, you know, that, that person who did the photo shoot is now super famous. And I'm sure that if, if that came out, it probably wouldn't be so flattering to his position. But uh, uh, that's why I was wondering, like, have you ever come into a situation where you, these creative ideas just kind of didn't hold up over time? They just, you know, didn't age well. Nothing like yeah, that. No, no, nothing like good that. Good for you. That's because no. you have good yeah. judgment. <laughs> when you have bad judgment, you do things like the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think cool. it's a matter of like just deciding what you think is appropriate for a shoot. Like I, I yeah. feel like a lot of uh, Elisa's creative stuff that I'm really inspired by is like just like the level of uh, interest in like the look, the makeup, every piece, like the props, the posing and and the look is really well thought out. Um, so I don't think, I, I'm not sure if Elisa would ever get herself into a situation where, you know, yeah, no. something would be kind of like dicey like that. Good for you. No, so <laughs> I, I had everything planned out that when I'm working with friends or models or whoever, I just, I lay it all out. This is what I want to do and I work with them to make sure that they're comfortable and that what I want to do, you know, fits what it, that they're okay with it. Right. So I don't, I've never come into that and to that kind of situation. Thank goodness. And yeah. I hope I never do, but. Yeah. Another sure. interesting question, actually, Elisa, I've had uh, people that I've shot before uh, not want the pictures posted after the fact, have you ever had a client uh, like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've had a few, and it's it's always like the favorite shoots, the best ones that you know they don't want posted. So yeah. it's heartbreaking, but you gotta respect their their decision and just move on with the, your day. Yeah, exactly. I guess when you're shooting for somebody else, it has less to do with what you want, more to do with what yeah. they want, right? So yeah. for yeah. sure, and I have to respect that. Yeah, yeah, so. it's what they're comfortable with, right? For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Mark, awesome. is there something you wanted to share there? No, I was just thinking that's probably more along my lines where I've got pictures, especially for the scavenger hunts and things like that, that I, I haven't shared out because of uh, uh, subject matter. I did, I did the one, um, I do photography scavenger hunts. Um, and I, um, I did one that the image was for shoe. And I, I don't know why, but my, my imagery, a lot of times when an idea pops in my head, it tends to be fairly dark. Um, so I, um, and I just torn out a room in our house. I tore out all the flooring. So I rolled, uh, I rolled myself up in a piece of the carpet, um, with my feet hanging out the end and, uh, one shoe off, but I had dragged the carpet through fake blood first. So I was like the body in the carpet and, 
uh, with an axe leaning on the back of the car and a tarp and all that. And there was handprints on the carpet. My it were my wife's handprints, um, but it was a it was a photo that met with uh, uh, some uh, negative commentary in one of the photo communities uh, because I didn't think that the subject matter was appropriate for for the uh, the particular shoot that it was or or for the the community. So I. You know, I, I've I've come into that a couple of times with uh, with my imagery, but for me, it's art, right? So I I always think if I if they don't like it for the art, just scroll on scroll on along and, and don't worry about it. Um, but uh, but I, I do have pictures in my on my hard drives uh, of subject matter like that that I won't share. And we lost Brian. <laughs> Maybe connection issues. Yeah, uh, yeah I I, uh, I can kind of understand that and yeah. uh, get behind like maybe why someone wouldn't want to see that but I think photography is a really creative expression and you're uh, the people who are shooting are allowed to uh, shoot what they think is is good um, yeah. provided it's not like you know insulting people yeah. or hurting people um, yeah. you know it was all it was all a setup in your yeah. your thing it was just oh, yeah. You know, fake blood. It was just fake this, right? Yeah. So um, that's one of those things. I feel like uh, when you're doing something like this, is it's more, uh, you know, take your imagination and run with it. Type. Yeah, of and that's that's what I do them for. I, I do them not because I ever think I'm going to sell that image, uh, but it was because it was sort of that tongue in cheek. I always like to come up with that idea of what aren't other people like going to come up with. Like I try to think outside that box. Um, that it's going to be such a different image. And every now and again, somebody surprises me and they come up with the same idea that I did. And I'm like, whoa, that, that guy's twisted just like I am. But uh, it's uh, it, it can get a little touchy at times. But uh, Yeah. I think we maybe, I don't know if you remember this, Elisa, when we did that Halloween shoot in, um, uh, oh my goodness, I'm forgetting the name of the park. What was the park? Uh, Guild, Guild Park? Yeah, Guildwood Park. Um, so it, when we were there, there was not many people there. There was another, uh, I don't know, photographer or something like that. And then later on, towards the end of the day, we went to the cabin. And then there was people walking by as um, Melissa was kind of in the ground, like posing dead almost with like blood on the wedding dress and the, the white, you know, makeup and stuff like that. And we got yeah. some weird looks, but never you know, um, any issue, like never anybody like putting a commentary on, you know, why we were doing that thing. Um, but yeah, sometimes you'll get that, like when you're trying to shoot, you'll get people who are like staring or maybe, uh, you know, looking at you weird or something like that. And I, I think you kind of just have to, you know, work through it a bit, like not worry about what they're thinking or what they're saying and just like, you know, bring your creative vision to light for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, th I think that's the important thing is to remember that what we do create uh, is art and it's art art for us. And, I, and like Brian, I mean, I don't create it to sell it. I create it for me and, and to better myself as a photographer. So that's where that comes from for me. Definitely. Yeah. And just like there are many different photographers, there's many different reasons for being photographers and different uh, motivations for turning things into our lifestyle. I think it's pretty amazing, though, that you're able to, you know, take a passion 
And this is what the whole show is about is people that can take their passion and turn it into something that generates an income and generates a lifestyle for themselves. Uh, it's not easy when you can take something that is uh, just up here. That's really all it is. It's just ideas and turn that into income. It's incredible that people do things like this. I mean, people go to college for decades sometimes to learn how to be a doctor or learn how to be something like that. And that's how they make their living. Meanwhile, all it takes is somebody with a little bit of creativity, a little bit of drive, um, maybe the right door to walk through from time to time, and you can turn it into a sustainable living. Did college help you with that? Going to college, did that give you that extra boost you needed, or would you have done it without college? No, college definitely gave me that boost that I needed. It, I was There's something about being in, in those rooms with – um, people that have the same passion with you that are working towards the same goal as you that would that pushed me to be a better photographer and, and you know made me realize that yeah this is something that I can do and I, I'll, I'll be okay you know um, so yeah it definitely helped that's cool well good for you good for you for all the things that you've done for I mean beef jerky I mean come on we gotta get <laughs> We're going to get some jerky. We're going to do live reaction to eating your beef jerky on our show. Perfect. That's well, I, that would be awesome. We should definitely do that. Uh, for sure. <laughs> All right. Okay. Laura. Well, uh, thanks so much, Elisa, for being on. I really, really appreciate it. I, I wanted to thanks have you having on to have this, uh, you know, a great uh, broad creativity conversation because there's just so many facets of creativity that you've kind of delved into and you really plan things out. And I, I, I always admired that about you. Um, so thank you so much for being on. Uh, before we close up though, um, usually right at the end of the podcast, we talk a little bit about some um, uh, causes that we uh, like to support. So uh, myself and Brian uh, work at Henry's and, and Henry's um, supports, uh, well, uh, Henry's actually started a foundation for mental health. Um, and uh, basically uh, how it works is all the donations that we take in the store or online at henrysfoundation.com go directly to Kids Help Phone, KMH, Jack.org, and other Canadian mental health institutions in Vancouver, Quebec, and Nova Scotia. Um, it's a really amazing charity. Um, right now, more than ever, people are struggling because I made you solo. Don't worry. It's okay. All I was, I was <laughs> everybody left all at once. And I'm no, like, everybody's <laughs> here. I just made everybody see you. <laughs> and the people listening to the podcast with no video will not understand what just happened. Um, sorry for the distraction there. Um, and yeah, it's just an amazing cause. There's so many people struggling right now being cooped up inside because of the pandemic. Um, I mean, Elisa had a really inspiring, um, uh, you know, a, get herself kind of motivated during the pandemic and trying so many different things um, and working on herself and all these creative things that she wanted to delve into. Uh, there's some people who um, right now are just struggling with the fact of, uh, you know, being at home, um, suffering with, you know, depression or whatever it may be. And um, uh, it's good to know that there's places that can be out there to support you, uh, like CAMH, like Kids Help Phone and that kind of thing. So that's why we really um, try to support this charity as much as possible. Um, another thing that we actually do is a 
uh, online um, uh, basically campaign with a hashtag. If you post a photo or a video um, about what mental health means to you with the hashtag uncaptured moments, um, it often gets reposted on that Henry's Foundation website or the Henry's Foundation feed. Um, and essentially the idea of the campaign is to show people that it's okay to not be okay. A lot of people are uh, sharing their best life and their best of their best on social media. And I find this is a, just a very unique way of uh, showing people that, you know, it's okay to, to struggle sometimes. Um, a little bit of reality. Exactly. You know, showing the reality of things. So for sure, yeah, definitely. And uh, you, Mark, as well. Um, actually, by the time uh, this airs, that will be over. So, oh, no. um, but, but it will be, um, we do the shop, I work for Shoppers Drug Mart and we do the run for women every year. Uh, and this year it is July 4th to the 11th and this episode airs on the 12th. Um, but it's a virtual run this year. So, um, by the time you're seeing this, I will have very sore feet and sore legs from, uh, doing the walk, uh, around Boulevard Park here in Thunder Bay with my wife and my puppies. And, uh, we will have raised uh, money for, uh, women's mental health charities in Canada um, across uh, across um, all the shoppers drug mart stores in Canada, there's I think uh, 17 cities that there are walks in. 18 if you count the group that's walking in Thunder Bay. Nice. So it's going to be going to be a great day. We or all do great, what we can. Yeah. Lots of exactly. there's lots of people out there willing to help, um, and uh, lots of people that uh, that need the help. Um, unfortunately, so uh, so yeah, let's really. help those people with uh, whatever whatever charity you choose to support. Uh, go good on you, and uh, and let's get uh, let's get these people the support they need. I've definitely seen um, giving is at an all time high. It feels like uh, yeah. even just talking to get to people again that are coming into the store, people are donating again. Uh, when we were on curbside, we couldn't really get to. I mean, you're talking to somebody over the phone and helping them buy camera gear, you're not going to start. Hey, you want to donate money? To, I don't know. I just didn't feel organic. Now that people are coming in the store and they can see the cards that people have filled out, thanks to Aurora, we have all the cards up for people to see. Um, it's 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 really nice talking to people again about the foundation and and again, the big reason why we did this whole podcast is for our own mental health. You know, just yeah. so we can get away from the doldrums that we've been going through and to start spreading our creative wings once again and talk to other creative people like Elisa and. I, I love it. I, I can't thank you enough for being here and for taking the time to chat with us. Um, thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. And keep up the good work. Seriously, I, with all the different things that you're doing, there's it's so fun to hear uh, somebody like yourself where you have all these great diverse things that you do and each one of them brings you joy in a different way. And uh, they give you a little bit of money too, which you can't really knock that. So good for you. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Excellent. You. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you again, Elisa, for joining. Um, we'll include all her links in uh, the description and the comments for you to check her out. Um, it's you're basically Elisa Spinello photography on everything, right? Yeah. yeah. So the website, uh, Instagram, all that. So check her out. Um, it's really great. Um, thank you guys for listening. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful week. Um, and uh, tune in to us next week um, on YouTube or Spotify, whatever it may be. Subscribe, all that jazz. All that <laughs> Have jazz. Have a good night. <laughs> bye bye, everybody. Right. Bye. Bye. Have a great week.